Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Hi, I'm Sabrina Steerwalt, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. An estimated tens of thousands of people showed up in Washington, D.C. this past weekend in solidarity with an additional nearly 400 sister marches spreading across the globe to have their voices heard in support of taking bigger steps toward protecting our planet and our future from the now inevitable onset of climate change. According to the Natural Resources Defense Council, spanning back over the past 150 years, the United States is the number one cumulative producer of carbon dioxide worldwide, and still produces 16% of the current CO2 emissions, despite making up just 4% of the global population. China currently produces the most CO2 of any country, with the U.S. in second, but the U.S. more than doubles those emissions per capita. Despite our dominating role in CO2 emissions, the U.S. as a nation has been slow to adopt firm and lasting measures to address the realities of climate change. The large and diverse participation in the climate march suggests that people are ready for that change. This readiness perhaps comes in part because people in the U.S. and worldwide are already starting to notice firsthand the changes brought on by a warming climate. According to the National Climate Assessment, a 2014 report produced by more than 300 experts together with a 60-member federal advisory committee and reviewed by the public, experts, federal agencies, and a panel of the National Academy of Sciences, U.S. residents are already regularly observing longer, hotter summers, more intense rainstorms, more acidic oceans, seawater which is more corrosive, longer, more severe seasonal allergies, and differences in plant species that thrive in their yard or neighborhood. Given how steeply global average temperatures are already rising, large-scale policy changes and solutions are necessary to move toward a cooler climate. But does that mean that there's nothing we can do as individuals other than hope for the best? Let's look at 20 ways you can have a positive impact on reducing carbon emissions and safeguarding the future of our planet. As an individual, number one, be informed. At the start of 2017, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency provided extensive online information on the results of decades of scientific studies on the impacts and risks of climate change. Now, however, that information has been entirely removed and replaced with a note stating that, quote, we are currently updating our website to reflect EPA's priorities under the leadership of President Trump and Administrator Pruitt, end quote. However, much of the information is still available, although not maintained and updated, via snapshots of the previous pages. The Canadian government also maintains a site with basic climate change information. Knowing what to expect from rising global temperatures can help you make more informed choices to protect yourself and your family. Number two, choose your information carefully. 
Despite our shared planet, climate change has surprisingly become a controversial issue, so always check your sources. Does the source make claims without citing the research? Who funded that research? For example, if a source cites reliable studies showing that CO2 emissions or global average temperatures are on the rise, but suggests that humans are not the cause, does that source propose any mitigating or adaptive action? What is the real motivation behind a call not to act if we can agree that the threat exists? Number three, contact your representatives both locally and nationally to find out their stance on the climate change issues that matter most to you. Ask them, for example, what plans they have to inspire economic innovation or to create new jobs in the face of a changing climate. Do they have plans aimed at mitigation? For example, providing incentives for individuals and corporations to lower CO2 emissions through carbon taxes. Or plans aimed at adaptation, i.e. preparations for cities that are vulnerable to sea level rise. If you're not impressed by their response, tell them so, and consider that response when they're up for re-election. Number four, donate to causes that are working to address the climate change issues that affect or matter to you. Are you a fan of camping? Donate to a national or state park. Do you prefer to keep it local? Find organizations that are advocating for river or beach cleanup, wildlife preservation, or cleaner air in your town or city. Number five, tell others what you are doing. Sometimes the hardest part of tackling issues that seem as large as climate change is taking that first step. Let others know that you are making that step and that they can do it too. At home. Number six. Look for the Energy Star label when buying appliances, electronics, and heating and cooling equipment. Reductions in non-renewable energy use are ultimately reductions in carbon emissions. The EPA estimates that household items with the Energy Star label can reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 130,000 pounds and, as a bonus, can lead to savings on your utility bills of $11,000 over their lifetime, as well as provide tax credits. Number seven, swap out the five lights you use the most in your home for more efficient light bulbs, again marked by the Energy Star label. These bulbs not only use approximately 75% less energy, but also last from 10 to 50 times longer. Number eight, unplug electronics when you're not using them, as they can still be an energy drain. One way to do this more easily is to plug items into a strip that allows you to turn them all off at once before going to bed or leaving on a trip with one switch. Number nine, use a programmable thermostat that allows you to automatically set the temperature to change when you are either sleeping or not at home. Even lowering or raising the temperature setting by two degrees can lead to noticeable savings on your utility bill. Number 10, Insulate your home so that your efforts to cool or heat your home are not wasted with the escape of all that, quote, store-bought air, as my brother-in-law lovingly calls it. Use window coverings that keep in warmth and seal any cracks. Number 11. Treating and transporting fresh water requires energy and produces emissions, so use water carefully. Fix any leaks, install low-flow toilets, and limit those long showers. Another easy adjustment is to not let the water run while you are brushing your teeth or shaving. Number 12. Participate in a recycling program and buy food with less packaging. Tell store owners you appreciate the availability of options with less packaging. Number 13. 
remember that what you choose to eat also comes with its own carbon footprint. An estimated 18% of greenhouse gas emissions come from meat and dairy production. Almonds and walnuts are among the largest culprits for inefficient water use. Number 14. Set up a compost for your food and yard waste. The decomposition of organics sitting in landfills is a major producer of methane, a very efficient greenhouse gas. By composting, this waste can instead provide important resources and protection to soil. Number 15. Choose plants for your garden that are well-suited to your climate and thus don't require too much extra watering. If you can, plant a tree that will help absorb CO2. Number 16. Switch to green power for your home with the guide from the National Renewable Energy Laboratory. If your options are not so flexible, call and let your utility company know that you would like for them to switch. On the go. Number 17. When purchasing a car, choose one that has a high gas mileage and low emissions. For buyers in the U.S., the EPA has a helpful green vehicle guide. Don't idle with your engine running more than you have to, and check your tire pressure regularly. Number 18. Whenever possible, opt for public transportation, walking, biking, or carpooling to directly limit your emissions. Number 19. If your job allows it, opt for telecommuting to save the emissions produced during your daily commute. Consider whether you can participate in that conference or workshop remotely. Number 20. If you are in the U.S., your state may offer incentives for making more energy-efficient choices. Check out the Desire database from the U.S. Department of Energy and the North Carolina State Clean Energy Technology Center for details in your area. As we know, crowd size can be difficult to estimate, but CNN has some great aerial shots of the tens of thousands of climate marchers that came out on a day that fittingly matched the current record high for late April with 90-degree temperatures. While we wait for large-scale policy changes, many of us are clearly ready to make an impact as individuals. Because, of course, quoting one of the most popular signs from the climate march, there is no planet B. Until next time, this is Sabrina Steerwalt with Everyday Einstein's quick and dirty tips for helping you make sense of science. You can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter where I'm at QDT Einstein. If you have a question that you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com.